welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna show. I'm Dr. Deanna Osborne, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, I'm excited to be with you today. It's the end of January, and we have learned so much already this year. Um, it's been great uh, having questions come in from, from many of you and just comments and so forth. So we're really excited uh, about today's topic, which is basically intermittent fasting for the beginner. Uh, I would say it's intermittent fasting for the beginner. Start here. Um, Because a lot of people are jumping on the intermittent fasting bandwagon. Um, There's lots of information out there. And oftentimes people get confused. They're not really sure, why am I doing this? What, you know, all this stuff. So I thought I would just start with the beginner and pretend like you you know nothing. You're brand new to intermittent fasting. Maybe you've not even heard of the term. So let's start there and I'll just give kind of a brief overview. Intermittent fasting is a tool that I use a lot. Okay. There's not a day that goes by that I don't use this tool in my medical practice. And I use it to help people manage their weight. I use it to help people Um, reach a level of detox or cellular cleansing. Uh, I also use it to help people who are struggling um, with a lot of inflammation in their body as well. It's a very powerful tool um, that can get really incredible results. So intermittent fasting is usually where you fast for a certain number of hours in the day, and then you have an eating window for the rest. And that can vary. We typically have people start out with a 12-hour nighttime fast. So that's a simple one. I always say everybody should be doing this anyway. You should have been doing this all along, and maybe you already are. So a 12-hour would be you had dinner at 7 p.m., and you don't eat any calories whatsoever until 7 a.m. the next day. That's 12 hours. What's the secret or the magic about the 12 hours? The secret of the magic about the 12 hours is that it takes 12 hours for you to burn through all of the glucose or the sugar that is in your body. After that, you actually start to burn some fat, um, which we love, okay? We love when we go fat burning. I like burning fat, especially if I'm not having to do it in a gym. So that's a good thing. The next step of intermittent fasting, okay, would be to move that window from 12 hours of a fast to 14 hours. Uh, And in that scenario, you would fast for 14. uh, And then the remaining time would be your eating window when you would consume all of the calories for your day. Uh, After that, when people have that down, I usually have them move to a um, a 16-hour fast. And for a lot of people, that's kind of the sweet spot. Most people will talk about a 16-hour a 16 and 8, okay, which would be 16 hours fast and then an 8-hour eating window. That's what I do personally most days. What I find works great for most um, menopausal, postmenopausal women is to do the 16-8 and to even throw in a few days where they're going a little bit further and they might fast 18 uh, and and eat in a 6-hour window. Um, So what happens when you're doing this is you're basically, it helps you manage insulin levels. It helps you to reverse insulin resistance. Okay. So insulin resistance is one of the reasons that we see all of the weight gain uh, in the U.S. So what is that? Well, insulin resistance is where 
you know, I always tell my patients, and I, I work in a farming community, um, and I will typically say, if you want to fatten up a cow, what do you feed it? How do you fatten it? And they'll say grain. You feed it grain. That's right. And that's what we are in the U.S. We are grain-fed. You could just stamp that thing right across our forehead, grain-fed, okay? And so grain causes insulin resistance. It's too much, okay? When you look at foods and what we need, you know, we've got essential fats that we have to get in our diet because our body can't make them and, and we have to eat them or consume them. We have essential amino acids, which would be proteins that we have to get in our diet. Our body can't make them. Uh, but there are no essential carbs, None. We get plenty of carbohydrates from our vegetables. We get some carbohydrates if we're eating fruits. Um, but but we've we've moved in this direction of massive amounts of grain, 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 grain. And if you look at that that pyramid, that thing is crazy. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of grain, you know. But it is it is a diabetic's worst nightmare as far as I'm concerned because it's carbs, 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 which causes insulin resistance. So what happens with insulin resistance is you eat a, a heavy carb meal and your body, your blood sugar is now high and your pancreas is going to go to work to bring that blood sugar level down. Uh, it will pump out a bunch of insulin. Okay. Insulin is a growth hormone. It's a fat packer. It's going to send the message, hey, get this stuff out of the bloodstream, store it as fat. And now you're going to start gaining weight across your abdomen. You're going to gain weight on your thighs. You're going to gain weight on the back of your arms. Um, and it's kind of a, a hormonal look, okay? Because it is, because insulin is a hormone. That's why it's a hormone that comes from the pancreas. So it's very similar to an estrogen dominance kind of look as well, or a high cortisol look as well, okay? So you just start to pack fat. The problem is with insulin resistance, the, the pancreas keeps pumping out more and more and more because our cells become resistant to it. We stop having, when we're swimming in a sea of this stuff, we start responding the way that we should. And so, so we're swimming in a sea of it and the cells aren't responding. Uh, so the pancreas pumps out more and more and more trying to get it to respond. And we just end up gaining more and more weight. We're hungry. We're, you know, we have all these fluctuating blood sugars. It's this whole nightmare. That is insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is also known as prediabetes or type 2 diabetes. That is what it is. It is a reversible disease, okay? Type 2 diabetes is a reversible disease. Insulin resistance, reversible. Prediabetes, reversible. How do you do it? Intermittent fasting is one of your tools. That's why we do this. So when you're fasting, you are breaking down some of that fat. Your insulin levels will come down. Your cells will become more responsive to the insulin that you're making. And when you eat in that window, um, you know, again, we 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 try to encourage people to to eat good solid nutrition that would be, you know, um, you know, clean nutrition, um, whole foods, nutrient dense and clean. So whole foods, it's real food. It's not fake food that comes out of a box, a bag or a drive through window. It's whole foods. Okay. So this is an apple. This is broccoli. This is, you know, a steak. This is chicken. That's a whole food. Um, and then it's clean. Where was this where was this, how was this grown? What was it sprayed with? What, you know, all of that. So, so understanding food becomes really, really critical uh, when we're looking at, you know, fasting and, and how we're going to do this. So we want to view food as fuel. 
it's fuel for the body and it's going to help us just to really thrive overall. Uh, and it's also going to help us to bring down that insulin level and, and reverse that insulin resistance. So intermittent fasting, let's go back and talk about that a little bit more. So that's part of the reason that we do it. And it becomes an incredible tool to help people lose weight. I have seen people, uh, I have people in the practice who have embraced intermittent fasting and have been able to shed, you know, numerous pounds, get back to their, you know, uh, ideal body weight and feel really good. They typically will feel more energetic, less brain fog, okay, and just function overall so much better because of the um, the fasting that they're doing. Uh, now, when you go past that 16-hour mark, remember I said sometimes I do a couple days a week, two, three days a week, I might do the 18 and 6. Why do I do that? It's because anything over 16 will basically bring in something called autophagy. You'll see something called autophagy uh, happening within the cells. And autophagy is this process whereby the cells are doing sort of a cellular cleansing. It's, a, it's sort of a cellular detox, cellular cleansing that is built into your body that your body does on its own um, when you have gone over that 16-hour uh, mark. Now, everybody's not the same. You know, I always say in medicine, it's never one size fits all. It's not. We are not the same. Um, never one size fits all. And it's the same for fasting as well. Uh, sometimes I'll have people come to me and they'll say, I'm doing the fast. I'm watching the carbs. It's the, the needle's not moving. Well, you might be that person who, you know, if you have no other medical conditions, always work with your doctor, of course, but you might need to step it up. You might need to kind of shock the metabolism a little bit. And, you know, you might end up doing a one meal, you know, in a 24-hour period to just kind of shake things loose and get things moving in the right direction again. Um, but basically, the intermittent fasting is designed, um, it, it is used, it's very, very healthy. Um, and it is a discipline uh, that can really make a difference for so many people. Um, I do always caution people, though. I always say, you know, if you're diabetic, make sure you work with your doctor. If you have other um, any type of eating disorder, work with your doctor, okay? Um, this is not one size fits all. And, you know, you definitely want to talk to your doctor about, you know, incorporating a little bit of intermittent fasting. There are some great resources out there. Um, there's one uh, book that I like called Fast Like a Girl. Um, Fast Like a Girl talks about fasting during the different phases of a woman's menstrual cycle. Um, I will tell you that for uh, someone of reproductive age who's having a menstrual cycle, uh, it's going to be harder for that person to fast right before they start their, their cycle. They're just not, they just shouldn't do it then, okay? Their body has additional needs, things going on hormonally from a reproductive standpoint. And so that's just not a good time. They can fast during the estrogen phase of that cycle though. And then for a menopausal, postmenopausal woman, um, she can pretty much go into fasting, you know, all the time and use this as a very, very effective tool. So, so that's the basis of it. Um, there are longer fasts. There are other fasts designed for certain things. But for the most part, when you look at fasting to help weight management and fasting to um, help reverse insulin resistance and fasting to kick in this whole detoxification process, 
that's pretty much it. It's simple. Uh, it's effective and uh, it's free. Okay. It's simple. It's effective and it's free. So it doesn't get any better than that. Um, we've got other resources that are available um, on um, on my website. You can go to DeannaOsborne.com. Uh, the other thing is, you know, on DeannaOsborne.com, you actually can uh, get a copy of Dr. Deanna's Healing Handbook. I go into lots of detail. Okay. So if you like the material on the podcast, you might want to grab the little handbook. It is a handbook that I put together specifically for my patients to kind of help guide them through um, health, nutrition. We talk about so many things from, you know, the what's wrong with the food to intermittent fasting. All of the things are in there. Hormones. We even have a, a, a section on hormones. So pick that up. Uh, and take a look at that because it'll be a great resource that you can keep referring back to as well. So thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, be sure to tune in next week as we start off uh, February, kick off February with a bang. Thanks so much. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaOsborne.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Osborne. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.